took a little break, refreshed, so we can really get into this, um, this last topic here. So we're going to talk about, um, given everything that's going on uh, right now with, you know, the, the media covering, um, you know, racial injustice that has been going on, obviously we know for, for forever. Um, yes, sir. But it's, but it's right now really in the moment. Um, and even we've seen that the, the Europe, European leagues um, have also, you know, um, started flying, you know, Black Lives Matter on their jerseys and the Premier yep. Leagues, uh, the, the, the moments of silence oh, in, in, in La Liga. So, I mean, I think it's something that we, we can talk about um, right now that, I mean, racism is a part of society here in the U.S., in you like other countries, and across the world. And so since it's such a part of society, it obviously is part of the football world. And it's actually like a kind of a pretty big part of it. And we see it in a lot of different ways. Um, I think the clearest one that we always see that has been talked about for so long is sort of the fan racism towards players. I mean, we had just recently, even though there's not even fans in the stadium, we had um, recently Wilfred Saha um, was getting sent messages through um, social media on Twitter by uh, an Aston Villa fan, you know, with like Ku Klux Klan stuff, you know, um, saying things like you better not score tomorrow and using racial slurs and stuff like that. So it's like even when we don't have fans in the stadium and we, we already know what happens with fans in the stadium with different types of racial chants that have been going on yeah. forever in the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, like all the leagues. So even when there's no fans, there's still fans that are that are abusing, you know, racially abused players. So it's like, I mean, it's something that has always kind of been a part of the game. I mean, we even saw like with all the renowned stuff in, in the Premier League with in the in the first game back with the Black Lives Matter, and then there was the you know banner that was flown over the Man City game with the White Lives yeah. Matter. So it's like it's it's definitely there's there's I think like a history in particular with the the types of fans like the ultras that you know kind of has a connection to like right wing you know like racist things so there's there's a definitely a section of a lot of teams like I mean Madrid has his own history with their ultras that they cut ties with in 2014 but 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 those those ultras were you know, like Nazis, like flu Nazi flags and stuff like that. So it's like, there's a lot of these teams, um, histories that are really tied with that, with that racism. So right. it's, a, it's a part of football that we've seen and we've talked about and players have talked about, you know, black players have had to deal with that in in all the leagues, you know, and it's, it's sad to see, but it's, it's something that, I mean, it's, it's something that I think the team, that the teams, the leagues should take really seriously to to eradicate serious matter. The serious and, matter. And really take it seriously because I mean I think for a long time they kind of just were like, okay, well, you know, there's the rowdy fans. But I mean there has been steps now, you know, FIFA instilled like the protocol where yeah. if there is racist chance, you know, that they're supposed to stop the game, make an announcement, and if it gets if they follow the steps, they suspend the game and stuff like that. So I think they should be doing that because they, sh if unless you take it seriously and start making like big, big changes, like it's gonna keep happening. Um, I agree. So that's 
that's kind of that. I think tied into that a little bit about the FIFA protocol. I mean, one thing that I thought was kind of crazy is the, the one time that the FIFA, you know, protocol for, for racial or, I guess, fan abuse towards players in La Liga, the first time it was used was in a, say, in, in a segunda game, um, Rayo Vallecano. And it wasn't actually even a, a racial abuse when they instilled it. It was actually a former Rayo Vallecano player um, who, who was Ukrainian and has, I mean, supposed ties to Nazis and right wing yeah. people that was a former Rayo Vallecano player. So they let him go because the fans kind of didn't like that. And yeah. he was picked up. But anyways, in that game, they were like cheering things like anti-Nazi yeah. things, like slurred like puto Nazi and things like that to the, to the, uh, to the player who was on the other team. And they actually yeah. instilled that sort of, they made an announcement, they paused the game, and in the end, they didn't end up finishing the game and they suspended the game. But I just thought it was so weird that in, in La Liga, the first time it's used is not even when we see Iñaki a month later, you know, with the monkey right. chance. It's not when, or Rodrigo, or, or all these other black players in La Liga, they use it for someone who may or may not be a Nazi. So, I mean, it's like they have to be careful how they, they institute it, yeah, fans shouldn't abuse the players, but they right. should be doing it all around. Like, they should be doing it when Enyaki is, you know, getting targeted by this abuse. They can't just use it in some situations. And they should take it fully to, to the suspension if it gets that bad. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so that's kind of one aspect we see. And then I think another thing that we, that me and you, I know we find really important is just the lack of Black coaches minority coaches, black technical directors, black, you know, board members and things like that in, in all the leagues. Um, you know, in the Premier League, I was able to find some stats. There are six non-white coaches in the Premier League. Sorry, uh, six non-white coaches in the top four leagues across English professional football. So six out of 92 teams, only about 6%. Right. The, the amount of uh, minority or black players in the Premier League is like over 35%. And so like the, the percentages don't match up at all. And even they don't match up like a, according to the UK population at all. You know, the UK population even has a higher percentage of, of black and minorities than they're representing the coaches. So there's clearly a lack of diversity in the coaching. And then that's not even including, you know, technical directors and yeah. all those sort of other positions. So um that's kind of a serious issue because i think you know it doesn't even represent they reflect the players and so it's just like when you don't have that reflection of the population i'm sure that leads to so many issues with i'm sure players feeling comfortable you know things being not kind of let slide because there's not yeah. that you know awareness and stuff and and all these you know talented coaches that are just not given the opportunity opportunity this, yeah to this perception and stuff um so that's that's something that's really that's really sad in, in football and i think for me like one of the the ways that they should address it is is implementing something that that the premier league has talked about um a lot of a lot of pundits have talked about which is, is something called the rooney rule um it's uh, actually a rule from the NFL here, um, which requires 
the league teams when they're interviewing new head coaches that they have to interview at least one minority coach for coaching positions and like senior football operations mm-hmm. like it's a requirement by the league and many pundits have pushed the premier league to to, to implement it um because that's that's a way to kind of force the teams to at least interview um, the candidates and and in the NFL it led to a huge jump in in the percentage of um, black and minority coaches after after they implemented that rule. Right. Um, so it could definitely help address the issue. Um, so I think that the league and I think the other leagues should adopt it too. Um, it should it should be something that is really pushed. And I I don't know how the players um, can push it if players, coaches, fans like really get together to kind of push the teams and the league to to do that, um, so so they can make some concrete change to help you know diversify those those other yeah. parts. Um, that's that's my thoughts on that particular portion. I don't know if you got anything. I I think I think I'm gonna speak on my experiences and um, experiences of my uh, being a coach, experience with my coworkers and the and the minority minority coaches I've I've uh, coached with and worked with. Um, uh, it's first of all when you when you think about soccer in the U.S., soccer in the U.S. is geared for the rich. Um, mm-hmm. it's geared it's it's geared towards um, you know, providing um. Uh, being, 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 um, being, um, being available for the rich. Um, you know, if you're a minority, whether that's black, Latino, or whatever, um, you know, you already at a disadvantage. If you want to play soccer, if you want to coach soccer here in the U.S., um, it's a little different. Slow, it's a little, a bit much better in places like Europe, but here in the U.S., it's um. You already had a disadvantage. Um, you know, one, you know, if you're a coach looking to um looking to looking to get better, looking to um to to you know to learn more, to, to further your education in soccer, um, you gotta have the the funds. Yeah. You and know the licenses. Co- yeah, the licenses, the coaching course, the uh, certification. It's not like they're offered for free. You know, it's not like, you know. And you, it, these are these these. This isn't just like five hundred dollars we're talking about. These are, you know, two thousand, three thousand dollars. And when you get further up, these goes to like eight thousand and such. Yeah. And they and they're not everywhere in the country. Like you have to travel. Yeah, you gotta travel, um, and it's so if already minorities are disadvantaged, you know. And first, adding to that, you know, a lot of these minorities, these these minor ex players. These mm-hmm. Latino coaches, they're ex probably professional players or ex, you know, players, professional players in their home countries, you know, who came to the U.S. trying to trying to trying to spread the love of the game, um, and they know they know about the game, they know what they're talking about, they've played the game, the fan, they've been fan of the game throughout their whole life, but just because they don't have that piece of paper that says you know, you got your coaching license and whatnot. Right. You know they can't. They don't get those opportunities that you know the you know white ca- counterpart uh, counterparts would would get. Um, and it's happened even at the basic level, the youth mm-hmm. level, the high school level. Um, 
and it's 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 sad because but that's the reality of it um that is unfortunately the reality of it yeah. that you know to play coach soccer here in the u.s you need money yeah um, yeah no yeah, I, I i definitely i think agree i think when when we talk about the u.s and soccer i mean it's 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 a known fact that it's affluent and it's white um and a large part of that is, you know, like the pay to play model, which makes those who, who don't have the resources at a disadvantage. And then because of the way this country is and how it treats its minorities, a lot of times the ones that don't have the resources and the access are, are those, are those people. And um, it's it, like kind of how you talked about it, it's, it's on both. It's, you know, the players and then it's also the coaches because both systems are, are kind of set up to, that, that money is such an important part of it. And I mean, I think a big part of U.S. soccer too is they're not, you know, investing in these kind of, in youth leagues and coaches and players that aren't really affiliated with U.S. soccer already. And right. those already affiliated with U.S. soccer, like that, that whole system, the development academy and all that, that, I mean, we already know because of how the model is, is, is not diverse. So um, even though we're seeing like the, the U.S. men's national team is, is more diverse than it was 20 years ago, I think if you really dig down and you look into the whole youth system, you can see that it, it doesn't reflect the diversity of the country at all. Um, right. And yeah, it's a growing sport in the U.S., but it's, it's also there's definitely players there that, that get passed up on and never – get to see for sure. full of potential for sure. and, and get that opportunity. For sure. Um, sure. I've, I've come across fantastic players who I thought, you know, definitely should have made it big. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of them didn't have the means, you right. know, didn't have money, didn't have the support. And, you know, a lot of them ended up on the streets, you know, turning towards the streets. Um, it's a shame, but it's, that's the reality of it. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely a part. It's it's definitely something that that I think U.S. soccer has to do a better job. I mean, it's it's not only even in the soccer world. Um, you know, like the, I think that U.S. soccer should also you know try to address systemic issues as as a whole um, and, and make that that push because I mean, soccer is a way for to to offer education to to expose you to a whole nother world of, of employment with all the positions that you have within this like fast system. So even if you're a player and you don't end up making it pro, like if they, they can give you this opportunity um, to, right. to get an education, to become a scout, a, a technical director, or a, 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 a developer sure. of talent and things like that. So you, it, it just, it's a way that they should be, they should be pushing and, and, and looking I, to diversify. I think soccer, you know, soccer provides, you know, you know, if, let's take, for example, you know, a kid who's, who's rough around the edges, you know, a kid who's prone to, you know, hanging out on the streets, or a kid who's prone to, you know, who's prone to, um, violence or even you know getting in trouble you know you put you take that kid you know he loves soccer you know he's he does he has all these um you know malice he has all these like characteristics about him but you, he loves soccer he he 
he would uh, he would go if he had a team he would go and play, right? You put him on a team with a good coach, a coach that's devoted, a coach that's you know a good coach, a coach that you know no a good coach is you know he doesn't it's not only what happens on the pitch, it's what happens off the pitch. Yeah. You know I pride myself in you know ask my players you know how's class going, what's going on with you in your life, what's hard things you know in your life, how you know how are you doing in school. It's a good coach. You know, it's not just what happens on the field. What happens on the field? You know, how's everything at home? Right? Yeah. You coach that, you know, mentors. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. That's what Med- soccer mentor. offers. That's what sports yeah. offers. You know? But the reality of it is, there's not enough coaches. Like, there's not, right? It's not soccer these days, you know. A coach... You know, as long as, as as much as we love to coach, right? We can't we can't do it for free. Mm-hmm. We would love to do it. We would love to all coach for free, but we can't, right? Not lot. Give coaches don't get paid a lot. Like coaches like yeah. me don't get paid a lot. We don't get paid a lot. Um, um, so I do it more for the love of the game, not for the money. No, and. That's why U.S. soccer has to give the funds. They have to kind of provide that. They got to back coaches like us, uh, like me, like like the like the like the small youth coaches in the, yeah. in the communities where, you know, where players, you know, where players need it, need these yeah. youth programs, yeah. need coaches like us to kind of like give them that mentorship. Yeah, you know, programs where you can get off these, you can get these kids off the street, mentor them. You know, give them a purpose. Give them somewhere they can go after school. Give them somewhere they got a purpose in their life. You know, I got, I got soccer. I got to go to. I can't hang out, man. Sorry. Yeah. You know, then, then, then you know, we're starting to create something. We're starting to build, a, work towards something. Mm-hmm. Right. Until U.S. soccer does that, it's, yeah. you know. It's, no, I think. I think like you were saying too, it's, it's important to have that opportunity. And then I think they should, they should make an effort to have, you know, diverse coaches so that that kid has a coach that, you know, like understands, understands him and he can relate to more. Um, And and I agree with you. I think U S soccer should make a conscious effort to make investments in, and it doesn't have to be like for me, like it doesn't have to be kind of like the pristine, you know, like how the U.S. soccer has this kind of like perception of like this, the pristine, like top elite stuff. Like they should invest in in youth leagues or connect with youth leagues already going on in these neighborhoods that are obviously underfunded. Right, and, right, underfunded. And and you can connect with them and and give them support so that you can you know support these these existing networks in these you know underserved communities and and also establish them if they don't have it so you know in these neighborhoods where they don't have it start a a start a soccer program and it doesn't have to be like an elite thing but as long as you grow the game in that area talent will come opportunities will come for these people for for the kids for the coaches and it'll just it'll, it'll grow the grow the game more and right and help you know like you were saying, alleviate a lot of other issues that are that are surrounding um, right. uh, surrounding this. Um, for me, like kind of going away from from the U.S. soccer um, 
sphere, I think like the the football world is in such a good position to to create change like globally and create these these networks globally because like we know yeah. it's such a global game. So imagine if you have like like for me, you think of like these global like governmental organizations. You have like the United Nations, and then like the second most powerful thing is like FIFA. Like this is like yeah. a global organization. Like imagine if FIFA made a concerted effort to address racism and inequality. Like the amount of power and reach they would have on a global scale is is insane. Crazy. Um, and and I think it's and it's so cool because it's so international. You have, you know, an Afro-Colombian Duvan Zapata who plays in Bergamo, Italy. So like you get that sort of exposure to to different people in the game of football. So yeah, if there's a way to build that sort of um, exposure and understanding, and you can help alleviate a lot of you know tension conflict and and inequality if, if fifa is like you know more focused on that than they are in, you know laundering and misappropriating funds and yeah. and making money you know so i think they have such a power because of how global they are how powerful they are like if they can push if if people can push fifa to make more of an effort to invest in, in in underserved communities, address inequalities, address where they are at in in their own way, contributing to inequality, contributing to um, to racism. So if they can address that and also try to change things, I think they would have like such an opportunity to do it. Um, yeah. I I think this game Soc football, soccer, what, where, what? So many different names. It unites. It unites people. Mm -hmm. it, can, it has the power to unite people. There's such a strong sense of community. It has like there's a bond between football lovers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's with, with, with any sport, right? It's a we can use it as a platform. You can use it you know, to better communities, to better, mm -hmm. right? Like, I don't care if, if a gang, if, you know, I don't care if, if I, if in my community, there's a strong gang, you know, but we come over here with, with, with football, we come over here with a, with a program, you know, to pull the kids away from that. We, we say, okay, this is what we have. This is, you know, this is, you know, this is, no, this is what we want for the kids. Parents, this is what we want your kids to be in the throwing. We know they love this game. We know they love this sport, right? And I think if you told those kids, you know, I, either you get this thing where you, you're laughing with friends or you go over there where you, you, where you, where, where you where you're causing misery to others. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, they're going to choose where, you know, they're making friends, they're laughing, the you know. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, of course, but I'm telling you, there's, so, there's, there's something we can do. We can all do better. You mm -hmm. know, we can all, you know, especially FIFA, you know, I'm talking to FIFA over here. I hope they're listening. You know, we, U.S. soccer, you know, let's, 
you know, we, we can uh, we can bring this to even all the way down, all the way down to the communities, all the way right. down to those poor communities, you know. And I mean, to piggyback off what you say about the communities, I think that's also, I mean, we see it here to a degree, but I think in, in Europe, we see it more like the way that a, a team represents a, a town or, or something like that. Right. The power right. that image can have and the power that that team can have in making change within their community is crazy because the amount of like respect and passion we see from small towns who support their, you know, their second division team. Like if these teams had the support from FIFA, from the league, to be able to, 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 to make, to do the work within their own communities, that connection that they have is, is powerful and, and it can bring communities together. They can help address issues like, Right now, I mean, soccer, I think, is getting, uh, it's getting because of the money, it's getting global. But, Give me one second. Yes. One second. Sorry to cut you off, man. So, but yeah, no, I just think that the, the level of community ties and organizations that, that, these, that these teams have, like, they have such an opportunity to, for, organ, for organizing <laughs> and, and to address issues within, like, at a super local level. That is cool that if it's used in a, in a positive way to, to address like systemic inequality and racism within their own communities, like it, it could be so powerful um, in, in making like real change if they're, they support the community, just like their community and passion and they support their team. If the team can in, in the same way support the community um, that they represent. <coughs> Uh, now for sure, it's. I just think we need to get in this in this country. I'm, I I, I speak in another country because I live in this country. You know, I live in this neighborhood. We need to get uh, kids playing sports again. We need to get kids in this neighborhood playing. You know, sports again. We need, you know, and it's 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 just saying that you know. You know, I walk far. I walk across the parks. And I know we live in, I live in a different time than when I was younger, you know, and it's, there were no kids in the park playing. There's no, the parks are empty, you know, perfectly fine. They are, oh yeah, there's COVID-19, you know, but even before that, it didn't, it didn't happen. You know, it's, and it's, it's a shame because when I was little, you know, we were out at the park, we were, we were ball, every, especially in the summers, when we had any free time we had, we were out there, mm-hmm. you know, you know, playing, you know, and it's, and we, we would play like this so we can go to our, our, our formal practices and, and replicate it and do it and do it. Be like, okay, show off. Um, and it's, it's cause, you know, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's U.S. soccer not, you know, being yeah. prevalent in these neighborhoods. Yeah, present, yeah, they're not present. present. They're, they're, it's they're not ignoring, present. they're ignoring. You know, these, we want, these we want yeah. to, we want to, we want, we want to become, um, president in the uh, in the global in the global scale, we have to. U.S. Soccer's got to go. It's got to be, got to it's got to employ. It's got to be present in this in this neighborhood. Isn't it? You know. Yeah. No, I was I was. It's not, it's not just hand picking. It's not yeah. just hand picking. You can't just hand. Come on. All right, we're gonna hand pick this kid. Everyone else, forget about yeah, y'all. Bye. No, 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 no. You gotta put a presence there. You know, by by being present there, who knows? Two, three years. You could raise, you, you could have a kid, a, 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 who knows, a Messi or someone coming mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. 
But you can't no, just was, come here, pick, and go. I I was reading an article too about um like Atlanta United, and they did like a, a pretty good job, like since they're a new team in the MLS talking in the U.S. And they did a really good job of like really catering to the Atlanta community, which is you know Atlanta's a black city, and there there is that such a like lack of 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 presence of, of, of black players and things like that. But Atlanta made such a concerted effort that it's, it's growing there and the soccer is growing in, in, you know, like the, 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 um, the underserved communities of, of Atlanta, the, the, like the poor sections of the city and stuff. And they've made a good effort to, to kind of grow the game there. And it's like, that's what us soccer should do. That's what these MLS teams should do. They should be, they should be there. That's their community. That's where you represent. You should be there helping the community. Yeah, you should be there providing opportunity to these kids to grow the game. Everybody in U.S. soccer is like, oh, we got to grow the game. We got to grow the game. We want it to be bigger in the country. It's like you do that by going to the neighborhoods where you're ignoring. You go there. If you provide the opportunity, you don't know. The, the kids really? Don't have that's exposure. what the talent is. That's what the talent is. Yeah. That is where the talent is. That's what these yeah. minorities are the talent. Yeah. No, yeah. They are the talent. Yeah. And, and because they... It's it's their livelihood in their in their in their in their house. Yeah. Soccer is the name of the game. Yeah, and even places where soccer, like where they're not used to soccer, like you can you can grow it if you grow if you're in the community. Yeah. So like let's say historical communities here that don't that don't pay attention to soccer. You know, there's 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 not a a large history in in some parts of the country and, and some parts. But if you if you and soccer goes into these these neighborhoods. And they establish a presence. Kids will be like, "Oh, what's this?" And you know, right? And you and you go people that maybe never would have thought about soccer if you weren't there. So um, having a productive well, presence too. It's not just I, like you were saying, picking players like from these places. It's like having a presence, right. having giving to the community, not just taking and and providing that that sort of well, opportunity. At the end of the day, it's 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 a, it's it comes down to a business. You know, for me, you know, I go back to the thing where I said. My Arabic comment is like, you know, a coach, you know, as a coach, we can't do it for free. You know what? When I'm in the game, I don't even think about money, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, you know, I, when I see a kid, I'm going to, I'm going to kids playing on the field with them. I don't think money's not the thing on my mind. You know, it's enjoying the game with these kids. I enjoy it. You know, when I'm playing with kids, when I'm playing with adults, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm in there. You know, it's, 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 it's my natural habitat, the soccer field. Right, it's. I I don't I don't see myself, you know, any. Without it, I'm I'm a lost soul, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, as coaches, there's a plenty of coaches out there like that. You know, um, if 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 your soccer decided right now, you know, to create a, a program with my community right here in Germantown, I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll, I'll sign up. You know, I'll get these some of these kids. We'll go to we we. we We'll do a couple of things. We'll, we'll set up plug goals, get them playing, get them going, get them running around with the ball. Yeah, you know, right. we'll do that once, twice a week. I'll show up. Yeah. I'll show up. It, do, I, do, I, do I necessarily uh, love coaching young kids? No. no I, I, I don't mind working with them. I, I, when I'm in there, I'm enjoying it with them. I, I, I prefer coaching older players. But we're out there, when, 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 when you're out there, you forget that you – you forget – that you have a tennis towards older, I I forget that I I I enjoy coaching older. I, it's just fun. It's just fun yeah. to be out there with the yeah. with the players, running around them, 
seeing them enjoy the game, seeing them, this always surprise you. Mm. There's always a surprise out there. You know, you see this wow. young kid, oh, wow, where did he, how did he do that? And it's, it's always a joy, so. No, yeah, and I agree. And I mean, I think here too, like, um, like where I live in Philadelphia, like there's, there would be, there's such an opportunity to start here. Like soccer is, is not very big from, from what I understand, like within, from the city, I'm not very well connected to the, the soccer community here, but I don't think there's that enough opportunities. But if you have soccer really deeply invested in Philadelphia, like the city, there, there would be people who, who would love the opportunity to play and it would grow um, here as well. Um, and, and really, like you were saying, provide all these, these opportunities. I, I kind of want to talk about um, something, something else. Like, you know, we're seeing right now with like the NBA and how players are like really taking a stand and, right. and really like pushing. Like, and we've seen it like a couple of years. It's not, it's, a, it's not something new. Like LeBron has been doing it. You know, all these other players have like really pushed social justice like um, issues. Um, I don't see it as much in, in soccer. Like, I don't know if you, if you agree with that, but. No, I agree. I don't see it as much. And, and I wonder, like, what do you think that is? You think, I, I personally, like, from how, what I, what I see as, I think that the players maybe don't, don't feel like they have that, that, <laughs> that ability to speak without, like, repercussion. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the football world maybe, I think now, it's changing a little bit, but historically and, and still to the day, I don't think the players feel like they can, they can say like some things w without maybe like, you know, the team or ownership or the board or the leagues, like kind of, kind of, you know, getting on them for, for, for speaking yeah. out. Um, Who's going to speak out? Who's going to speak out? You're going to have, you're going to have Lennon Donovan speak out. <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm, I'm saying like globally. I'm saying like in 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 oh, Paris. Like globally, and, not in yeah, US. I'm not saying in the I, US. I mean, I'm saying. I'm, I think I think you know. I think you're having more step up. I think you're having more people step up. Um, like Wilfred Zaha, you know, yeah. guys like that. You know, you having more Balotelli, and more people step you know. up. But you know, you're you're right. You know, not as not as as many as we would like to see. Yeah. Um, and I I don't I don't. I'm not like blaming the players for not doing it. It's just like, I, I really do think that they feel, I don't think the soccer world is kind of like welcoming to that. I don't know. I just, for me, when I look at it, I feel like LeBron and some of these other players in the NBA feel like, yeah, I can say this. And the NBA is going to have my back. Like the league is going to have my back. The team right. is going to have my back. And, and I can say it. And I don't think that the, that the same thing is true for like, if, if you're a team in, in England, maybe, or in Spain, if you're a player who wants to talk about racial injustice, like, I don't know if you feel that same support. I think now maybe that's changing because we've seen like such a massive kind of exposure and, and people talking about it and the league adopting some of these, you know, gestures. But right. I just, I think it's interesting that I, I do think that they might not feel like they have that, that ability to speak on it. I don't know. I think also like the way sometimes like we've seen in the past um, players who've been like racially abused and then the way that they're treated by their teams and things like that. Like yeah. if they try to speak up about it or they're upset about I it. 
I agree. You know, they, they just kind of the team just kind of distanced itself from the player. Yeah, yeah, and and I they, like I don't know, I, and and then they're and then they can be labeled like problematic if they try to like, you know, speak or really try to like right. address what's going on. Or I mean, well, if you think about the players who are experiencing this, um, I think, I I think I I there was a I I recently watched a, a little a small documentary about. M. Emin Heskey, an ex-England English, black English football player, yeah. coming out and saying that even as he was playing for England, his own fans right. were booing him, were saying monkey chants towards him. Yeah. Um. And you know, that was fascinating to me. Yeah, that's crazy, was, right? You- that's like it's crazy. Like it's your team, your national team. Like your, it's, it's crazy. It's it's like I just it's one thing I can't wrap my hands around, you know. And it's like you're being racist, right? When I have the same number of hands that you do, I have the nose, I have eyes, I same number of eyes as you as you. But you mean racing against words because I have a different color skin? And that's crazy in that situation. Like, I'm wearing, like, our flag, you know? <laughs> like, I'm wearing, like, the England flag and representing your country and you're... Right. <laughs> like, that's... It's just... It doesn't make sense. But I I don't know. I just... I, I, I hope that players, like, try to push and, and start speaking out and, and feel like they can. And I think the team should support them in doing that and, and should give Absolutely. them that platform. Give them that Absolutely. platform. Give them that support. Make them feel like, yeah, you can say, like, you can say what you what you want to say. You want to discuss, you know, racial injustice in in your community, things that need to be addressed, things that the that that might be controversial. Because what do I have to gain by seeing someone is being racist against me? What do I have to gain? Yeah. What 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 is it a gain from that? Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I be mean, what, what what like. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. That's that they don't want to go through that. Like, yeah. it's it's like, understand you know no team is complicated for any team. You know when you have a player that says that claims that they're being um, racially like racially discriminated against. You know it's uh, it's always complicated for any team. You know and teams don't want to have that. And of course, right. you know it's but it's it's this is it. This is you know when you know this is it's part of the game. Yeah, we got it. We got to we got we got to admit that it's part of the game, and we got to deal with it. We got to yeah. first be honest with ourselves that this is part. This is, right, this is what's happening it. right now, and we got to we got to take actions towards that. It's yeah. Yeah. no, I just I I think the power that we we know these these are like big stars, like big international global stars that have. Balotelli has had problems with that. Oh, we. Well, that's what I was going to say. Balotelli for me is like an example of that. Like, I feel like he's, he's, he has been vocal about it and you kind of see how he's been treated throughout his career. Like he's been vocal about the abuse. And I think that's, people have viewed him negatively, negatively, maybe not consciously because he's speaking out against this abuse against them, but they kind of have labeled him like a problem. Does that make sense? But the thing is that part of that is causing the problem, whatever they call the, the, the saint is a problem, 
part of the, 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 his reaction or the, whatever they deem to be a problem yeah. has been a result of his um, treatment. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they saying it's a problem, but you know, we haven't been dealing yet. You haven't, you, yeah, you haven't, exactly. You haven't been listening to what he's saying. That's yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's why, like, that's why I, that's why I think that the, the players don't feel like supported to be able to speak about those issues right. because they've seen how players have been treated in the past, like Balotelli. Like they, they've seen and how, how his reactions to, to total abuse towards him, how people focus on his reaction and not the abuse that he is suffering. Right. And it's, it's, he's the, like Balotelli for me was, it's, it's still Italy's, has still been Italy's most gifted forward for a long time. Mm-hmm. The kid was good. Mm-hmm. The kid was gifted, right? And it's, it's such a shame that he has, he's, you know, like going back to the, we're saying he's had problems off field. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like they he's labeled saying, him. Oh, he's had problems off the field. But what, like, what do you expect? What do you expect a 21, 19, 18, 21-year-old kid, you know, coming up, you know, and he's finally, he's getting the taste of this racism. Yeah. You know, even towards his own Italian, even from his own Italian fans. It's, it's yeah. people, people, he, the, the country is playing for. Yeah. No, yeah. What the hell do you, he doesn't feel accepted anywhere. Like, he's, yeah. he's a Ghanaian footballer, He's a Ghanaian from uh, born footballer who's in this who's in this land. He's playing from a, for a country, you know, um, that he thinks, you know, loves him, but actually right. doesn't. They, they, yeah, they don't. Yeah, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, and they, like, and they don't they don't think about that. So that I I just feel like that creates like an atmosphere where if you're a player, like you prefer not to really address it as maybe as you lash out. Forcefully, you don't. And and when you see the reaction to people who who really like, like Balotelli and stuff like that, I just I don't know. It's 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 bad, and they should address it, and they should make the players feel like we can talk about it, like they can they can address it. The team is gonna have your back. The league is gonna have your back. FIFA is gonna have your back. Because I mean, if not, well, those those are, those are a bunch of crooked. Crooked, I mean, crooked. yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. why they have to, you have to change the, the system. And that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about is like, I think the players, if they can like organize their power, because they're the stars, they're what make us watch the game. Yeah. You have like these top stars that are like, you know, like the top black athletes of the premier league. They could, they could, if they, you know, Good. organized and pushed FIFA, FIFA's going to listen to them because you know, they're going to want Sterling to play. They're going to want Rashford to play. So if, if, if they can really organize and, and push for stuff, I think they could do it. I think um, they can connect with each other and, and kind of push to, to make, make some changes. Um, and, I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on them, but I think all the players. Yeah. All the players could do it, like, and, and really connect because there are the stars. And if they, they push to – to push FIFA, and I mean, FIFA should be making the changes themselves. But I'm saying right. they don't see it. This I should mean, be, the- this should be, this should be hammering down on on. This should be hammering down 
on these on these clubs. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, we're gonna, we're gonna strict. You know, get in control of your fans. Get control yeah. of your fans. Find them. Whatever you got, don't let them in. Yeah, whatever you gotta do. In, yeah. Right. You know. Because I they, they, like imagine down. people the place players don't want to play in certain places because they know. In you know, Russia, what in particular, say. Russia. Yeah. So like a mat, no, like no racism in Russia. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. just like they could they could really they could really they could do better to, to eradicate it from the ground. Yeah. If it doesn't have any place there, and then I think also yeah I think players and then fans too they should pressure the club like to not to not let these other fans in. Um, to put pressures to address like ways that that they're compute, contributing to yeah. inequality. Um, the fans also have power in this, and and they should hold their their teams accountable for for the ways that they are they're continuing continuing in the game. Um, no, I agree. It's 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 something that you know. It's been it's long overdue that yeah. we, there yeah, needs yeah. to be a change. There needs to be a change in this. Um, it needs to happen. It needs to happen right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so right now, movement is right now. It needs to happen. Everyone should get on board, right? If yeah. you if you hear if you if you hear the hate, right, then then do it in your own house. Do it. Right? Don't come out here with the hate. Right? We don't want that. Right? Everyone is. Equal, we're all here for the love of the game. You know, you watch the game, you love the game, you bleed for the game, you cry for the game. Right? Don't just, don't come out here being racist. Yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah, don't let them in and stuff like that. Yeah, man. Right. This was a good first episode, man. You know. Yeah, no, it's we we cried on on a lot of things. That's we talked about a lot of things, and it's this is a good place to end. You know, racism. It's. Yeah, it's gotta go. society and it's it's gotta go. You know, it's yeah. I don't you know, I don't I don't know why you're gonna hit someone because of the color of their skin. Yeah. You know you're gonna come out here, right? And you know it's one thing, you know, you don't like someone because of the attitude, because of you know, the things they do, because of it's another thing. You don't like someone because they look a certain way, nah. Nah. Or the because they you have a different skin color than you, then it's this problem. You know, you gotta check yourself. Yeah. Look awesome. in the mirror. But yeah, man. No, I so, think these are some good ideas. Ways that the the that soccer, the football world can can make changes. I mean, I think we've offered things that like that they can address it. The ways that they can get it yeah. done, and so that we can really, you know, we can enjoy the game and and address these these inequalities that have been existing forever and capitalize on the moment you know yeah we're moving forward you know either you get on that bus on that bus you get left behind you know yeah for sure man so yeah that's a good this is a good episode you know tune in for future episodes man yeah, we, we're, gonna, we're gonna be doing this we're gonna be doing this yeah we're know? gonna be doing this coming with new topics soccer. Right. Keep talking soccer, keep talking music, you know. Talk, keep, keep talking soccer, keep talking music, you know. I just got a ritmo del juego. A ritmo you know? del juego, guys. We're coming so. to you, we're coming to you, right? A Full ritmo del de juego. Full of Jay Quackham, you know. What's up? So, yeah.